Good morning. Happy fourth Sunday of Advent, the day all of us have been looking forward to. We've been waiting for this day. How have we been waiting? And what have we been doing while we are waiting? What is it exactly we've been waiting for? It's not really the fourth Sunday of Advent we've been looking for, is it? Christmas, right? The coming of our Lord has been our focus. It's almost here. It's not here yet, though. We remain in the season of Advent. All of these Christmas decorations, they aren't real. They are an illusion, a figment of our imagination. The only decoration I'd like you to focus on this morning is the Advent wreath. This week, as I contemplated the the gospel from Luke, which we just heard, I thought of how Mary could have lost focus. After all, the angel Gabriel made this being the mother of God gig sound pretty good, didn't he? You will conceive a son and name him Jesus. He will be great and called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of David. He will rule over the house of Jacob. And of his kingdom there will be no end. He will be called Holy, the Son of God. All of these sound pretty good, right? Who wouldn't take this job? But the angel leaves, and now comes the hard part. Reality. Mary had to stay focused. Through all the snide comments, You're pregnant and not married? An angel Mary? Really? Wink, wink, nod, nod. Mary had to be feeling like she had been duped. This wasn't going to be easy. And Joseph, yes, he did her a solid by marrying her. But then he takes her on a donkey ride when she's nine months pregnant to go to Bethlehem. And Joseph, poor Joseph, Joseph didn't make a hotel reservation at the Marriott or the Hilton. He couldn't even find a room at the Motel 6 where the light is always on. Here she was promised all these wonderful things by the angel Gabriel, and all Joseph can find her is a stable surrounded by nasty, stinky sheep and goats. Where's the palace and the servants? Haven't these shepherds ever heard of mouthwash? I bet Joseph received an earful. But seriously, Mary had to stay focused on her role she had been asked by God to do. These past three weeks, Father Will has been preaching on the theological virtues of faith, hope, and charity, and how they relate to this Advent season. He's been been telling us how we wait in faith, we live in hope, and we love as we wait. Yeah, 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 Father, that all sounds good. You sound like the angel Gabriel with all this good talk. Oh my, there's an analogy. Father Will is like the angel Gabriel. Did I earn any points for that one, Father? Stay with me here, because now those points might be taken away. It's difficult to hear good news and stay focused. We heard Father Will talk about the good things of God, how he loves us and he sent his only son to suffer and die for our salvation, and rose again for the forgiveness of our sins. And we pray the prayers of faith and hope on the inside cover of the bulletin. But then Monday comes. Reality. Work comes and we have to get back up on the back of the donkey. Our focus is becoming blurry. The evil one doesn't give up. He's relentless. CNN breaks in with news that Pope Francis is reversing 2,000 years of church teaching and we are all going to die from global warming. And oh, the tragedy, and oh, the humanity, and yes, it's hard to stay focused. It's hard to remember what is the reason and purpose God has for us 
when we are surrounded by nasty, stinky goats. Let me back up a moment. Pope Francis hasn't changed 2,000 years of church teachings. Marriage in the eyes of the Catholic Church remains between one man and one woman. Pope Francis continues to focus us on the words Jesus taught, on the actions of Jesus while he was here, and on why Jesus, the second person of the Holy Trinity, took on a human nature. Perhaps I oversimplify things, but many of us, myself included, especially me, sometimes lose focus of what we as Christians are called to do, and that is to love everyone. We are called to love sinners of same-sex attractions, prostitutes, hobos, tax collectors, bishops, priests, and even air conditioning repair guys. God does not, does not ask us to judge. He asks us to love, to be compassionate. We should not cast the first stone or the second or the last. We must have the faith in God as he is the judge of sinners, not us. There will be those yahoos that take Pope Francis' thoughts out of context and do horrible things with them. And this will tear at the fabric of our hearts as they are desecrating not only our church, but our God. But don't let their sins become our sins. Pray that God forgives them. Pray that he forgives us our sins. Thank goodness our God is a forgiving God. We are called to imitate the works of Christ in offering hope through the acts of charities to all people. This week was a hard reminder of that. Pope Francis is right. We are to bless everyone. We are to pray for everyone. We bear witness to everyone because if we don't, if we don't live our lives imitating Christ while he was here on earth, how will those who need saving the most ever hope for the forgiveness of their sins? We must focus through, fair, through prayer on our faith, on our Catholic Church, on our Pope and Bishop, and especially on our good, loving, merciful God that Father Will has been preaching about. We as Christians are called, much like Mary was called to be the mother of God, we are called to be Christ-like. Look at these tabs on the Advent wreath. Peace, love, joy, hope. These are the focus of Advent. When the angel Gabriel is long gone, when the wreath is taken away and the Christmas decorations are brought in, when we are back on the donkey, I pray that we all stay focused on the hope that is Jesus Christ.